frumpy, middle-aged man. Just hair looks like crap. He just looks like he stinks. And just... Oh, he actually kind of does look like you in the first couple parts. I'm like, he just kind of looked like Eric. Just kind of gruff and... Of course, that's when my wife comes in. Are you crying? My giant 40-year-old puss husband. Oh, no! I will drive to Canton and murder you. Hip hip hooray for Christmas vacation. Everybody knows what I'm singing, too. Except you. Oh, just, oh, I, I just want, I'm going to kill myself after this episode. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Maybe Nipley's her name. Nothing. Hello. Oh, hey. <laughs> Take your sweet time. <laughs> Had to refill the old e sig, then just check out a couple. Just check out some settings on the old iPad or on the old uh, whatever you call these things, computers, laptops. <laughs> yep. Just making sure we are good to go. Joe Biden, live now, early. <laughs> oh my God. Just real quick, get my... Get, get off of Facebook, damn it. We're <laughs> trying to... my Facebook out of the way real quick. <laughs> this is how my week is going right here. Right. You are here, and you are here. That's how my week's going. Just... Pimples? Oh, okay. Oh. Just all that meth, huh? <laughs> right square in the middle of my forehead and my nose and, yep. Yeah, I mean, that, that one on the forehead looks like the From Beyond movie, like the, the little worm thing's going to pop out of the forehead there. The, the whatever. Yep. Jeffrey I, Combs, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What? Did, oh. Yeah. That's. <laughs> hey, pimples at this at, at our age, pimples should make you feel young. <laughs> uh. mm. I don't feel young. <laughs> I, I I don't. Oh, yeah. and you you don't help. You don't help. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's Man. do that. <sighs> Makes me feel a little better. Turn the light off. If it helps, I uh, right before this, I was spraying um, oh hair regrowth shit on my head that burns. So it's obviously doing the quite opposite of what it's supposed to be doing. If it's burning my scalp, I, I would. Hope it's bleach. Oh, it's melts your head. It hurts. Just <laughs> hurts. I'm like, why does it hurt? It shouldn't hurt. It shouldn't. Like that seems counterintuitive to regrowth of hair. But I guess I'm just... You gotta want it. You gotta want it. Yeah, speeding things up for a nice, nice chrome-domed look with... Yeah. Now I don't put put schmutz in my hair, so I don't get the Clark Kent's wanting to finger-bang each other anymore. Now it's it's just fluff. (laughs) Just nice buffer fluff. (laughs) It's a little early for a title, but it might happen. (laughs) Buffer fluff. Oh, it's a thing, and you know it's a thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I look at it week in and week out. Oh, you do. You do. It's My hairstyle has changed quite a bit since it's gone from thin since and long to thin and short to greasy and dangly to 
Now I just straight up buffer. Yep. Uh, I think it was always kind of buffer. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, whichever I mean, way I, you, you chose to have it. Yeah, it's, it's always bu- been buffer long or buffer short or David Spade hair. I mean, see, it's just I'm a brown haired David Spade, but way less funny. Way, way, and I mean, hundred percent less funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I just feel like now that the lights are out in your office that. Some demon is going to be... I'm going to look up and some demon is going to be behind you. It's because you're the only person on planet Earth that has watched more than one, uh, uh, like, Skype horror movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just... I'm, like, <laughs> just waiting for slowly a book to slide just a little bit, and then... That's uh, more likely to come out of my forehead and my giant... Yeah, blushes. yes, yes. Slowly so. the worm... <laughs> Oh, I can't. That's Damn all it. I can think about when I see your face right now is just Jeffrey Combs and the the pineal gland worm popping out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking tired too. Oh, damn. Uh, how are you? Oh, nah. Kids at home, so I'm a school teacher when I'm at home. Mm, me too. Still got a full time oh. job. Oh, but, I uh. Hate it. Hey, oh. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to finagle. We're trying to finish a house right now. And, oh, it's just dragging out. And it's like the weather we could be selling the house right now. Like the weather is. It's like every day we it's don't. It's awful. The weather's awful. It. it I hate it. Uh, bright and sunny. So yeah. Everybody wants to do stuff. I hate it. Uh, give me three feet of snow right now, please. No, and it's like, it, for for me, it's like, as soon as that snow starts to fall, that house is going to sit there and it's like, come on, and everything that could go wrong, it's, it's the Amityville house, everything that could go wrong has, and it's just a bit of money pit, and we're still going to be good to go if it sells, but it's like, I, when it sells, but it's like, oh, it's going to, we are now dragging into the winter months here very soon, and that is not the time to sell, but yeah, anyway, yep. whatever. So there's, uh, it's... Try not to stress about it. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, uh, yeah, just shitty sleep and what I mean. It's oh, I've been up since three o'clock. I finally fell asleep at about an hour and a half ago, you know, just just to try and make up for a little bit of what I lost last night. And <sighs> just, just loud fucking kids and same here. <sighs> just same. loud for no reason. I mean, dude, when we were kids, no, that we, should... knew, we learned how to shut up. Just, if we're quiet, we can do stuff. Yeah. These kids just, just loud as hell for no reason. And, and not, oh, there's just no reason. <laughs> it, and I just, I'm baffled by it. Yeah. Yeah. Hudson got a drone from, um mother-in-law for Christmas and just 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 chaos because it's it's 20 degrees outside so it's inside and yep gift that keeps on giving Uh, although Lucas, he got um, this 
Oh, Connects. Yeah, it's called Connects. It's kind of an offshoot of Lego. It's they're all kind of like you put the pieces together and it builds something. And right. this is an Eiffel Tower thing, and it's pretty legit. It's like and it's it's definitely like right at his age level and up. So it's like he's on the low end of it, so it's really difficult for him. But the good the good part of that is it keeps it keeps him very occupied. Like he is focused on building this Eiffel Tower thing. Because it's like he knows he can do pretty much any Lego set and Mega Block set. So this is a challenge. So he's kind of preoccupied, but that means the other one is not. And mad and mad too. Be- I oh, want to yeah. do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. Uh, and then things break, and then it's fight. You know the deal. See, oh yeah. Oh, I know. I, my youngest, he would be grabbing those pieces and just throwing them around the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then here come the Beyblades. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we did start. We talked them into Clone Wars. Last night we watched the first episode of season yes. one. Yes. We're like, like, please, anything, anything. Like, it's, it, Beyblade. It, it's time to take a break from Japanese yelling. It's just time to take. Dude, I, I'm an, you know me. I'm an anime fan, but there are still those, uh, certain shows that are just, just horrific. Oh, and I haven't watched any Beyblades, but when you were describing it to me in text, I, 100% know what you're talking yeah. about. And nope. I, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Awful. I think, I, I told my wife, I said, I think it's cool that they're already into anime. I said, I, that's legit. I like that. I said, but yeah. only, th- this stuff here is just yelling. Everybody is dialed up to 11. Like, everybody yells at each other for 25 minutes straight. And it's just intense, intense, intense. And then... They're just wound up, wild, ready to go. And like, let's and, l- and let me guess, each of those episodes is actually about nine minutes of content. Oh yeah, and it's oh, yes, and it always ends on a cliffhanger. So that means they. Yep. To... Here's what happened last week. Here's what's yep. happening next yep. week. Yeah. So we're like, well, if we get on Clone Wars, if they like it enough, which that first episode, man, I I gotta tell you, I'm like, this is pretty legit for season one, episode one, twelve years ago or whatever. It, Whenever it came out, I'm like, well, and I think the first episode was a movie that remember that Clone Wars movie, which I that saw bl- in the theater many, oh, many years ago. Really? Yeah. With Javen and Angie and. Oh, yeah. Johnny. That's right. I remember that. But yeah, it was. I remember that. But I'm, this was legit. Like, I'm like, the animation is it's unique. I mean, we'll guess I guess we're getting into reviews here, but I, I was I was impressed with the first episode of the first season. And usually first season starts out shaking. I'm guessing it. We'll probably be hitting this. I, I, I thought season one was hard to get through. I mean, uh, it's still cool, but like it, it, like you said, it's such a unique animation style. It, it takes a while to get going, and the story doesn't start picking up until like season three. Okay. Uh, so if you were hanging in there for the first episode, that's good. Yeah. That's a good, oh. that's a good sign, because uh, that show, every season is better than the last. Oh, so I actually did a search on like how many episodes are are there total, and I think there's 131 episodes total. I'm like, well, I'll be happy to watch these if it gets me out of out of oh, Beyblades. There, there are um, uh, some of the best uh, Jedi fights are in that show. Oh, nice, nice. And I'm it's, so into I'm so into Mandalorian right now that I'm like, I, only one episode a week is just not enough. And I'm not really wanting to watch the movies, so the new content, brand new content for me. Oh, it's it's that show is awesome. I'm a big defender of that show. Cool. Uh, but at, like, if you can get through season one, after that, it is all 
how do I put it? I don't want to say uphill, but like it is the quality level is straight upward after season one. And it doesn't let down even in the last, like new. Oh yeah. And I'm telling you this too. I think I've told you this before in the show. There is absolutely no way you're, how do I put this? By like season five ish. Yeah. You're, you're not going to be allowed to watch that with the kids anymore. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're talking, we're talking witches and, and cabals and. Oh, nice. (laughs) Hardcore. Once, once we get into Darth Maul coming back. It's dark. It's dark. So that's great. So it, so it sounds like it's, I, I compare most shows that I watch, like, are they as good as Star Trek next generation? Like a big show, like seven, eight episodes or seven, seven or eight seasons. And I remember that. Next Generation, the last season started to taper off. It was almost like they were running dry at that point. So it's like... See, and I'm I'm going through Next Generation right now. Like, oh, okay. I, I've been watching it on uh, Pluto TV. They have the channel that uh, just cycles the episodes. And I thought that they only had, like, one or two. So I started going through it on... Uh, it's still on Netflix. So I started going through it on there, which they have the... HD remasters with all the special effects. Yeah. Uh, so I started going through those episodes and I was like, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it. I was like, holy shit. I got all the way to like season five or six. Oh, damn. Uh, to where I'm, oh, I've seen all these. Oh, man, you are at this. I mean, very recently. Season, season three on, oh, that show is, it's fantastic. It's so freaking good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God, is it good. Uh, so I've been uh, uh, p- kind of picking up from where I've I, I feel like I left off on Pluto TV, and I've been going through it, and I'm I'm nearing the end. But oh, the special effects are so good. Yeah, and they that are. show that show is so damn good. Oh my gosh, is it good? Yeah, yeah. I just remember the the one my first run through with it that last season there were still really good episodes but I could there was a couple episodes and towards the end I'm like it, I think at that point Deep Star uh, nine was out or was that or was it right wasn't it or was it Voyager or I think that they were well overlapping. I just watched an, I just watched an episode that had a guy from uh, Voyager on it it had the um... damn it. The Spock guy. I don't know. What, what's that race? Uh, Vulcan. Vulcan. Yeah, they had, oh, yeah. the Vulcan guy on. And then there was just an episode where they had, uh, uh, they were visiting, is it Deep Star Nine? I think so. Actually, called? I think so. Oh, that doesn't seem right. That doesn't sound right. Deep Space Nine? <laughs> no, no, that doesn't sound right. Deep but they were visiting that uh, space station. Yeah. At, uh, at deep, whatever. Deep Star it's Six? Some, it's something nine, isn't it? <laughs> Damn it. Oh, idiots. yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, surprised. That was, but, that, but that was one show that I never got into, and that was one that I heard you had to get through season one. I heard season one sucked, and then after that, it's one of the best Star Trek shows. Which and is the only I, one that you haven't seen. You've seen Voyager. I've, I've gone through Voyager, and I really, really look forward to you going through Voyager, because... Uh, I, because I know you and I know that you will really like that show. You got, you got to, again, you got to get through season one. Uh, but it's, it's that adjustment. But with that, it's not that season one is bad. It's just that adjustment period of getting through a new, uh, learning a new crew. Yeah. Whereas 
What is that show called? I know. Deep, Deep Star, Star 9? <laughs> it's Deep, wrong. That's not right. <laughs> Deep Star 69? <laughs> I couldn't get through like four or five episodes because I'm like, we're not going anywhere. We're, we're just staying yeah. put. And it's weird. Uh, uh, and there's Ferengi and I hate them. Yeah, the Ferengi were in Next Generation, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Voyager. You'll okay. like Voyager. I, I can't wait for you to watch that. I, I don't push it on you, but uh, going through Next Gen uh, here again uh, and seeing a couple of the characters that are also in Voyager, it reminds me, like, man, Eugene's going to Eugene's gonna fucking dig that when he gets around to it. Was that the uh, show that had seven of nine in it? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, the, the it, it had some... It had some of what might be the darker elements that I've ever seen in Star Trek. Like, there was a one or two episode arc where it was called Year of Hell or Year of War or something like that. And it was an entire year where they were at war uh, uh, and on the brink of dying and their ship blowing up. And it was just a very different kind of Star Trek. But uh, once I got used to the... uh, uh, crew the new crew learned who everybody was it was just a fantastic show and i thought that it was a a great twist on what star trek had been because in the first season in the first couple episodes they get blasted through a wormhole or something the whole entire show is about them trying to get home like they got Which blasted I think is great i think that sounds cool yeah they got blasted like a hundred gajillion light years on the other side of the known universe and they're trying to find their way back uh so and and all the craziness they find on the way but oh that was that was really 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 good show i will watch it i can't believe with i would i consider the success of the original and next gen on blu-ray and streaming and all that i can't believe that they have not remastered those other ones and i've only been through next gen once so it's nice. It's nice going through it uh, here a second or third time, and and there's a lot of episodes that I completely forgot about. Uh, the one I just watched the other day, it had Scotty on, and he was just hanging out with the Forge, and he went to the. They're so fucking loud. Oh, oh I hear him. Oh, God, I know. So... I'm. He went to the uh, uh, the fucking imaginary room. What the hell is that called? Holodeck. Yes, and recre- recreated uh, the original Enterprise deck so that he could just visit it. Oh, cool! There was one episode. Oh, it, was man, a bottle, was it was a bottle episode where I think Picard. I think it was Picard. It was stuck on a shuttle, and the whole episode was pretty much in the shuttle. And it was such a great episode. And I just remember it, um, it was one of those bottle episodes where it just takes place in one location, and there was a. Not sure if Q was harassing oh, him on there. Oh, he's been popping up a lot. I, there, there are just so many episodes where I'm like, oh, I remember this one. But there are a lot of episodes where I don't even feel like I've ever seen this one before. Uh, 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 and I'm like, just blown away. This is so good. It's just so good. Yeah. And it, it, is, it, it reminds me, too, of how awesome Data was on the show. And then... A lot of that was lost in the movies, I think, when they really tried to make him more waka waka. Well, it, it was because we had watched the movies so many times. Yeah, uh, I, and I, 
going through the show again, I realize we've already said this, but I, I, I I'm realizing it once again. It's it's man, it, the movies make so much more sense. His character makes so much more sense when you go through the show. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, having just been a sci-fi dork and watching the movies, uh, he was so irritating and, and going through the show and seeing his development, uh, uh, it makes sense in the movies, but just watching the movies like we did. Oof. Oh, I know my, my first experience with seeing data was Star Trek generations in the theater. And I'm like, this isn't, he's not funny. Like what he, why is he overacting? Well, he, he isn't really. I mean, he's a robot or an android, and this is, you know, the whole emotion chip or whatever. And he's one of my favorite characters, by the way. I think. Oh, Data. Now great. he is. I, he used to be my one of my most hated. Yeah. And and once you go through the show, I I love him. And there was even just an episode where, once again, the freaking holodeck is the biggest villain in the entire show, uh, ne- uh, next to maybe Q. But I've been through five Q episodes now and Q just as it goes along, he's just more and more of a joke. Yeah. He's kind uh, of, he's kind of Loki, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but he starts off, uh, so villainous and so powerful, but by the fourth or fifth encounter where he's like, I have you Picard. Even as an audience member, you're going, Oh, fuck off. I can take yeah. care of your ass. Picard's <laughs> going to get your ass. And mm-hmm. oh, what was the, la- okay. One of the last episodes I watched, was a positively ridiculous setup. And that might have been, uh, once it was over, that might have been one of my favorite episodes. Uh, uh, Picard and Guinan and uh, the guy that runs the transporter's wife and somebody else. They were in the shuttle on their way back from a mission and they went through some kind of wormhole thing and they got transported off the shuttle. And when they did, they became like 10 years old. Oh, I remember that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Frickin' great episode. At first it was just funny, like, what are we even doing here? Uh, but then, you know, they got... Uh, it w- it turned out to be a fantastic episode. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, next, I'm telling you, next gen, far and away. It, it's the best. Yes, it is. Uh, the, I agree. The next one, next one for me would be Voyager, though. I think I would put that above uh, original. Wow, well, I... I, I w- that wouldn't surprise me. Heck, I like I like Enterprise. I'm an Enterprise defender. I think that all three seasons of that show were really really good. The special effects were great. I I think that that was a good show. I liked Archer and I liked the crew. I agree. There hasn't actually. I don't think that there has been a dud with all of the Star Trek stuff that I've watched. Deep Space Nine. Ah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, don't quote me on that. I could be very wrong, but that sounds right. Deep Space Nine. It's got to be Deep Space Nine. Yeah, right. I think so. Deep Space. Jeez. Nine. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Uh, sometime. Wasn't Worf on that show? I think he was. And there was a lot of uh, Worf-heavy episodes I've been finding. More than I recalled on, on Next Generation. I've been seeing a lot of that. Yeah. He's a, Michael Dorn is a big motherfucker. Yes, he is. That Jeez. cast. Like, I liked everybody, other than Tasha Yar. I, mm. Oh, every time I see her name come up when I'm watching on Pluto, I'm like, ah, we're back in season one. Yep, Fuck season that. one before the before the slob, the 
grease monster gets Still her. Still a great episode. It is, yeah. <laughs> Especially you knowing that she's going to bite the big one on that one. <laughs> I like her and her character, but... Yeah. Yep, she's my least favorite, followed directly by Wesley. And I kind of go over the line. I mean, Wesley's... Oh, fuck you. Oh, I love Wesley. Oh, ah. I love Wesley. And, and, and you know what I want right now, more than anything else? Uh, I want my Wesley Crusher show. How cool would uh, my, that be? My if he would be like the commander. Well, um, there was a couple of there was a couple of episodes there too where they had an alien come and visit on uh, uh, Enterprise, and they were talking about Wesley and his intelligence, and uh, they made little uh, weird hints like, "Hey, don't discount him because in the future he's going to be somebody big." And you're like, what? I okay. Where's my Wesley show? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Wesley Crusher. Oh, that would be so awesome. And he's like a a, a captain of Enterprise. What are we up to? No. K now. Yeah. Oh, that would be so awesome. <laughs> and he's a uh, he's the right age too. Like he is our age. Are we the right? I, I guess we're the right age. Uh, but there was also that episode where he was working with an alien and then they accidentally super crazy warp power 100 to like universes unknown. That was a great episode. I remember that episode. Fantastic. Yes. Absolutely fantastic. That actually might be one of my favorite episodes. That I, I remember that one. That was awesome. And that was fairly early on. And that was like the worst Sweater Wesley we had. Oh, Sweater Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. He will always and forever be known as Wesley and the kid from Stand By Me. Yeah. I have uh, talked to my t-shirt-making neighbor. Like, can I get this sweater? <laughs> I, wanted the ra- I wanted the rainbow one. She oh, said, no, I, man. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> I, that was going to be a gift for you for Christmas this oh, year, but I, I couldn't get it done. Sweater of the future. Oh, the, the you know, the, the rainbow one I'm talking about, the stripe right across yes, oh, I know. Oh, yeah, that's the classic Wesley. That's the <laughs> classic. The classic. The classic. Classic Leslie Black. Oh, Judas fucking princess. <laughs> roulette, I guess. <laughs> I, let's go to the roulette. I need to uh, step into the kitchen for a minute. Uh, are you ready for the roulette? I am. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. Or Or Wesley. (laughs) And here's the roulette. Okay. Don't talk. Just give me ten seconds. Every time. Ah. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. He just, he expects me to not talk. I, he expects me to not talk. It's not, it's not fair. It's not cool. And it's downright flat racist. (sighs) See, he does this so that the audio can line up and all that fake, fake news, whatever. No, it doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. <clears throat> I got valuable and f- important things to say. I'm of, I am of value and well, my voice should be heard. And he's talking. Even though I say don't talk. Ah, just, my voice wasn't. Right on talking. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> On this episode of The Roulette, it is the last season up against Porno. And you're up first. Tell us about Porno. Uh, Porno from... Here, hold on. Let me pull up IMDb. Oh, no, because you didn't have any time to do that. <laughs> I was busy. I was busy. Busy talking. 
Uh, busy blabbing shit I'm going to delete. Oh, busy taking care of a few things. Um, <laughs> porno from 2019, hour and 38 minutes, comedy horror. Um, five teenager employees at the local movie theater in a small Christian town discover a, that is key here, by the way, Christian town, discover a mysterious old film hidden in the basement. They unleash an alluring succubus who gives them a sex education written in blood. Um, yeah, I liked this movie. It, it's an hour and 38 minutes as you are probably prepared. Too long, but way too long. But the jokes are good, and they really go for the, um, um, the far, like, they take it to the far right-wing evangelical nutters, like, which I, I appreciated right from the get-go. I'm like, oh, I see where this is going. They're, they're gonna drive that point home, aren't they? But it's got some cool special effects, some gore. Um, uh, the scene opens, the movie opens, no spoilers, the movie opens with a pretty hot sex scene. I'm like, now there's your title, but as far as porno, it's nothing at all. I that just it, I feel like that title was used to draw you in. Like I mean, were they, they weren't trying to make a porno or something, were they? No, no. The, they, what was the point of the title? Well, the, the the film that they find is kind of sort of a sex movie, but I'm like they show clips from the movie. I'm like this is this is just a regular old seventies horror movie type thing with some nudity. I'm like, it doesn't really feel all that porno to me. Mm. But it, I, I get it. I get why they did the title. And But, um, oh yeah, they, they really drive them. There's, like, this movie is set in the 90s. So this theater is like a, it's like the Quaker in Dover, Ohio. Mm. Where there's, it's a two theater room and they were showing Encino Man and A League of Their Own. So they really, they, play up jokes on Encino Man and and they're PG and it, it's cool. It was fun. Like, I'm not sure if I'll watch it again. It was too long. Like, it, especially towards the end, I'm like, once things really got gory, I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I checked, I'm like, what? There's a lot of runtime left in this thing. Like, let's go. <laughs> but for a rule, this was roulette but for a roulette, I was, I'll take this all day long. It was I was probably having more fun with this than 80% of my other golden picks this year. <laughs> golden picks. So it, it, it succeeded at being R-rated, is what you're saying. Uh-huh. It was R-rated. This was an R-rated movie. I mean, it, it earns its R-rating in the first few seconds of the movie. But uh, there is a there is a spo- somewhat, I guess, spoiler, but there is a genital mutilation scene in it that, that was pretty... Pretty nasty. I'm like, that's some good special effects there. That's gross. But it's, it plays more as a comedy than anything. Like, it's... Well, it's I don't know, always it's, comedy. Yeah. It's a, kind of the Tucker and Dale type humor. Right. So, like, harmless. I liked it. Cool. That's oh, it. Oh, I'm, I'm just begging for you to waste time on your movie, because mine's not going to take much time. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, what else is there? Anything else? Anything else you want to add for oh, there, a movie called Porno? There was a... Uh, what's his name? Heavy Metal Jeff. He was my favorite character in the movie. Heavy Metal Jeff. And he was like this straight edge that you could tell he used to have issues. <laughs> and he was now straight edge, but got long hair. And that's... the guy. Robbie Tan is the actor's name. I really liked him. He was... He was good. Um, he was quite funny. But just... 
he just he looks like the type of guy that would be into all sorts of trouble, but just straight edge and you know you can't smoke in here. And it's, he was a projectionist, but he was easily for me he was the best character in the movie. What else has he been in? Just um, I know, and I've seen him before in some other stuff, and it looks on, on IMDb, and it looks like it's mostly television stuff. Uh, Preacher, I guess he was on Preacher. Reggie on Preacher, whoever. What, I haven't seen Preacher, but anyway, yep, I'm, I'm done. Let's let's have All yours. Right. Okay, the last season from 1987. Let's go to the IMDb synopsis. Yeah, there, uh, there isn't one. Oh, I'm on the I'm on the IMDb page for it. <laughs> no synopsis. Add a plot. Should I add a plot? Jim? No. Jim in the rough? Grindhousey Jim in the rough? Do you know how bad a movie has to be on VHS for me to get rid of it? Uh pretty bad. Awful. <laughs> F zero. This was one of those where Within three seconds. Oh, I messed up. Oh, not good. And not like... The worst kind of bad. Not not the bad like... Oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> this will be entertaining. Mm. Oh, mm. oh, these people find themselves a, a VHS recorder. Camcorder. What? Oh, so this is shot on video. Awful. Awful. <laughs> What was it about? Tell us, the, like, what's the plot? Well, I can't tell you because IMDb doesn't even have one. Hold on, let's see what the back of the tape says. When you saw it, you watched it. You know it. This, this? This is what I'm talking about. Well, it looks great. That's a good cover. Four drunken hunters eager to kill accidentally shoot a young man's dog. I, I don't remember a dog. Exploding chain of events that follow lead to murder, don't remember murder, and more. Four killers cannot stop the gruesome quest for... Oh! (laughs) You may have just ruined it. No, I didn't. I improved it. (laughs) Oh, Do you remember what, uh, 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 when we were sitting in the theater to watch Hobbit, and what that looked like? It was like, this this looks like... Video like home yeah, video. Yeah, that's mm. what it. Oh, that's what it looked like. Let's go over here and let's do stuff. Let's awful. Nope. I, I don't care how cool that cover is. It's going bye bye. It does <laughs> not have room on my shelf. That's how bad. Yeah, that's bad because that. Uh, I would guess that that is a rather rare type of VHS. Hmm. Oh, it's very, I'm sure that it's very rare. And we've talked about it many times. How, isn't it funny? Or, or like, uh, isn't it disappointing how some movies don't go to DVD? This one did not deserve to because it was one of those home video types. Yeah. And by home video, I mean, we made a movie together with my friends and it was on a tripod. <sighs> that kind of sounds like the ungulate. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, the only thing more annoying in that movie is this chair that I'm oh, sitting in right now. It is. It's full of squeaking. Yes, it is. You gotta grease oh, that baby the, up. I mean, the cover of the VHS that I showed you and this cover. It, uh, oh, it looks decent. No, it wasn't a good bad movie. It was just bad bad. Dude, you know the movies that are sitting on my shelf. 
I'm getting rid of this piece of oh, shit. Oh, I know. That's... It's gonna be pretty bad, especially for something more rare. Look at this. Ah, oh, that was... You see... 87? Nope. 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 It's awful. Oh. It looks so bad. I... It, I'm... I'm telling you, within three seconds, I was like, I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> but unlike you, I can admit my mistakes. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, next round. Okay, first up for me is the. These are, by the way, these are all from my Vinegar Syndrome uh, monthly subscription deal. Um, I got so some, gold, gold, and gold. Oh, I think so. I think we'll see. I mean. It's pretty much, take your pick, they're all going to be good. Girl in Room 2A is a Giallo from 1974, a long-lost Giallo. A sadistic killer cult kidnaps and sacrifices beautiful women. A young girl just paroled from prison moves into the strange house and appears to be uh, the cult's next victim. That sounds absolutely fantastic. Next up, now this is from AGFA, which is uh, American Genre Film... Uh, film... Not Association... I something. It's another. It's another label. Like Clearly vinegar. important. Yeah, it's something. Uh, they released Smut Without Smut, which is these two movies that there's two versions of each of these movies on the disc, and there's one that has smut in it, and then there's one without the smut. And uh, the first movie is called Things to Come, and it's a science fiction movie, a dystopian sci-fi sex adventure. Sounds great, and that's that's it. There's not a whole lot else on IMDb about that one. And then the, then the you're next trying, one... You're trying really hard, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, the next one is called Dirty Dolls, which... Oof, nope. That's from 1973. Dirty Dolls? And that's uh, Johnny... That's not on my list. Well, I'm going to watch both of them. I mean, I'm I'm doing you and the world a favor. I'm going to probably... If, if you pick that, I'll watch both of them. I know, they're going to be good. Sir, sir, you're wasting your time. You, you know which movie is getting picked. Yeah, probably. Anyway, no. the, there's gang, psycho gang, girls, robbery, smut. St- the great Stu Seagull directed it, uh, also known as Godfrey Daniels. So he directed that. He's, uh, what else has he done? Let's see here. Hold on while I pull up. Stu Seagull. He has Stu also eaten Seagull. bread on the shore. Let's see. He has done uh, some stuff. Anyway, so uh, last up is Martial Law. This is from 19... um, Oh, there it is. 1990. Starring... Cynthia Rothrock. Thin... Oh, Cynthia Rothrock, yes. And David Carradine and Dan McQueen, directed by Steve Cohen. An undercover cop team uh, team up to martial artsy, druggy, whatever, doesn't matter. It, Yeah, it, that looks great. And there is also part two on there as well. So, yeah. So there you go. That, those are my three winners. Or if you pick uh, Smut Without Smut, my, my, I mean, Things to Come and Dirty Dolls, I mean, that looks very grindhousey and solid. And coming my way, Flying Guillotine 2, all of mine are on Netflix. Uh, the Emperor's Reign of Terror expands, Heroic, uh, Outlaw Ma Tang joins a squad of female rebels whose leader is torn between family loyalties, Domino, 
But Copenhagen police officer hunts for the man... Man, I misspelled a lot of shit. <laughs> for the man who atta- attacked his partner, only to stumble into a high-stakes game of espionage and kill the messenger. In the 1980s, a crusading journalist uncovers secret CIA funding for Nicaraguan rebels, but the powers that be sil- silence his investigation. All stor- starring well-known name actors. Oh, who's in Kill the Messenger? That sounds... Uh, Jeremy Renner is in that one. Hold on a second. But, but I think there's a ongoing list. Twenty fourteen. Hard to believe it's been that long. Cause I remember seeing that trailer and being like, holy shit, that looks good. Robert Patrick. Hmm. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, Paz Vega. Do you know who that is? The name sounds familiar. Uh, I think she was the... Uh, uh, I believe she was the young girl in Robert Rodriguez's kids' movies. Yes, okay, yes. Yeah. Spy Kids. Spy Kids, there you go. I'm pretty sure that was her. No? I think I might have been wrong. Oh, shit. I don't see any Spy Kids on her list. Well, fuck me. Okay. I guess not. Sorry. Okay, well, for you... (laughs) What am I watching? Um, Let's go with House Shark on Amazon Prime. Mm. No, we're not going to because I'm not a slave to your picks anymore. Ah, you need to watch that. Ah, nope, nope. I, uh, Domino, sure. Oh, it's bland. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> oh, and for you, if you think you're going to put up any Cynthia Rothrock movies and something else is going to get picked, you are wrong, sir. <laughs> it is martial law for you. She's not the greatest actress in the world, but uh, you will be able to tell. I, I, I don't know that I've seen martial law. Uh, I'm aware of it, but you will be able to, to tell that uh, she knows what she's doing when it comes to martial arts. It's not one of those flashy editing or... Ooh, she's she's one of those where uh, uh, the martial arts <laughs> takes precedence over the acting. Ah, one of those. Okay. But but you will appreciate what she does, and she's like five three maybe. Uh, uh, but what she can do, holy shit! Like I wouldn't challenge her for nothing. Uh, it's and it's a beautiful thing to watch her work. How it have really I never is. seen? I mean, unless I have seen her in movies and I just didn't know her, but I. It's possible. All right, there you go. Next episode will be Domino up against Martial Law. And actually, those uh, Martial Law 1 and 2 popped up on uh, Amazon, so it's a good chance I might watch those uh, before next episode, too. Oh, cool. I love me some Cynthia Rothrock. Oh, man. man I... that, the, the last one I, I talked about her on the show was uh, several months ago, and it was some Asian-oriented thing, and she was kind of a side character. She whipped... So much ass. It was like, it was like Donnie and Ip Man level of, of whip ass. I, I, oh, oh, it was beautiful. Uh, I kind of doubt she'll do that much whip ass in a, in an American, uh, 
cop thing. Uh, yeah, cop thing, but uh, you never know. Her, oh, dude, her spin kick is, is it's it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. She's awesome. I love her. Cool. She, you want somebody uh, that's ready, that needs to be, have a resurgence? It's her. Cynthia Rothrock. Where's her comeback movie? Tarantino? Shit, oh, uh, j- yeah. something. Something. <sighs> she, oh, she whips ass. Yeah, oh, I can't imagine that's not good. We'll see. Like I said, I, I don't know that I've seen that movie, but I'll, I'll try and watch it too. Well, and D- David Carradine's in it too, and I pretty much anything. In, he, I'm sure he's the bad guy. I'm sure he's the bad guy. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get on to our second segment because we've got a ton of we got a ton of shit to talk about yeah. before we wrap up. But uh, we wanted to, it's Christmas episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so there was two movies that we had assigned each other. Well, uh, one that we had each assigned each. I don't know how to say that. Um, I'm going to watch your Christmas Carol that's three hours long, and you're going to watch Scrooged. And uh, I guess you're up first. So we had never seen these movies before. Nope. And that's what we thought we'd do for uh, a Christmas episode. Yeah. And I feel like that was a really good choice. Yeah, I also I also rewatched Scrooged. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. And... (laughs) Well, I'll let you give your review first. I had seen it several times, uh, but I had I was surprised when you had not seen it, so I wanted you to watch it, and uh, that's uh, a rat. So uh, yeah. why don't you tell me what you think of Scrooge, and I'll tell you how my rewatch went. Um, Scrooge, a selfish, cynical television executive, is haunted by three spirits bearing lessons on Christmas Eve, directed by Richard Donner, uh, starring, of course, Bill Murray, uh, John Forsyth is in this, Karen Allen... Um, John Glover, Bobcat Goldthwait, which I think he was great in this. Um, you know, I'm so used to the Christmas Carol story to where it follows a certain, certain, every single one pretty much has a certain track that it goes on. And this one here, I think is the most different of all the ones that I've seen in that it just, I don't know, it's, it's almost like, Things happen when, oh, I don't know how to say it. I, I was just, I noticed it when I was watching it. I'm like, wait a minute. He's kind of flipping out because a spirit showed up and he's not asleep or anything. And it's, he hasn't begun his Christmas past even yet. He's meeting with these executives or whatever. And he's flipping out because, I don't know, it was just, it was different. It was a different way to tell the story. And I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, man, I got to say, Bill Murray was a complete raging asshole in this movie. Yep. Oh, man. Like, which I'm like, I kept on thinking, no, this is, he's Scrooge. That's why he's being such a smarmy prick. Um, A couple parts that surprised me. The uh, um, Marley character was great. Like, is this 80s looking zombie with a golf ball lodged in his forehead or whatever? And I'm like, that's cool effects. Um, it's light and breezy, and even at an hour and 41 minutes, I I think it, it felt like it could have been longer. Like, it, boom, 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 boom. But it was good. I It's not my favorite Christmas Carol story, but it was it was fine. I can't, I think that if I would have watched this back when it came out, this would be a staple every year. I would have watched, I'd be watching this every year. I'll watch it again, um, but I didn't, 
it was it was fine. I liked it. It was had some legit funny parts in it, and PG thirteen pushing R rating. Like it's pushing R. It's back in those days where they got away with more certain more of certain things than they do now. I think. Uh yeah. So I've I've seen this movie uh quite a few times over the years, and I always thought it was hysterical. And uh, but I haven't seen it in a long time, so. I was curious how I would feel about it this time around. I was hoping it would be as funny as I remembered it. I will say that it's as funny as I remember it, at least in as far as it's funnier than Christmas Vacation, which Christmas Vacation doesn't age well for me. Like, every time I watch that movie, it gets less funny. And and this one, I think it just has maintained its funny. Uh, I didn't think it was as hilarious as previous viewings, uh, I, I, I think that it's an interesting take on the Christmas Carol story. It, I, I was a little disappointed. I didn't think it was as funny as it, as I thought it's been in the past. Uh, but I think, I think that it like held up at least okay. It wasn't, uh, like Christmas vacation where I'm like, eh, this is just annoying. Um, I thought some of the special effects were still kind of astounding, where he grabs him by the neck and pushes him out the window. Yes. I thought that was sweet. Uh, the ghost of future, ghost of the future, spirit of the future, whatever the hell he's called, I thought that was sweet. That elevator scene, I still think, is just fucking creepy, where he just leans towards him, like, blah, blah, and opens up his uh, coat and... There's all kinds of demony things going. Practical effects, love them. Um, uh, but overall, I I, I felt like uh, for having recommended the film, I feel like it, and not having seen it in at least fifteen years, it dipped a little bit for me. But I still think it's a awesome movie and one that is more deserving of being an annual watch than a lot of other of your annual watches. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I agree. I, but it's—I can just tell—it's my wife wouldn't like it. There, I was, was very curious how you'd fall on that because I was yeah. like, mm, my no. wife wouldn't like that. Nope. That's too old. Yeah, new. Nope. <laughs> but I, but I love that the uh, it it just feels like you can just feel that there's something going on behind the scenes, bad attitudes, and <laughs> and you can feel that. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I there's just there's no singing. It's not joyous. No, like, not at all. Like most takes on that, and I really like that. Uh, I, I mean that in the best possible way. Yeah, and I also feel like like that. I think Bill Murray. It felt like he just was able to wing it a couple times to where just do your thing. Whatever pours out of your mouth, great. We'll we'll hopefully use it. Uh, no, there's like, a lot. There's some videos on YouTube you should watch. Where yeah, oh, he was winging it. Oh really? To point, oh, to the point where his his castmates were enough of this shit, and but and like the uh, uh, spirit of the present, whatever her name is, the little fairy girl. Yeah. Yes. Oh, she was literally hitting him. Oh I, really? Oh, oh, you asshole! Oh, he, I guess he was down for a bit because she when she grabbed his lip that scene, uh, she actually hurt him. Uh, but th- there were times where he said, like, go ahead, it's okay, you can, like, actually smack me. And she beat the shit out of him because he was a dick. <laughs> so she she was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, here we go, kapow! <laughs> but you know what? 
those scenes were hilarious. Yes, they were. Yeah. There was a toaster scene, right? Didn't he get clocked? Oh, just bashed upside the head. <laughs> uh, but I totally know what you're talking about. Uh, the indescribable kind of, this is a different take on it where, um, He's at his brother's house, and they're playing Monopoly or some shit. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and it just the different way, especially coming right off of watching the four-hour miniseries that I watched, A Christmas Carol, which I cannot find on the internet! <laughs> just look up Guy Pierce. I, I... But, I mean, I'm so used to all of those Christmas Carols are British, kind of, at least, you know, kind of British, and then set back in the 1800s or whatever. It's a, it's a horse and buggy type stuff. So it's like, here, this version is modern day for the 80s. And it just, it was, yeah, weird. Yeah. Okay, so on my side, I uh, uh, I watched this one before I, I rewatched Scrooge. Uh, and I don't watch Christmas Carol, any version, every single year, the way that you watch four different versions every yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, and I was looking forward to this one because a, a dark, a dark take on that. I, I'm all in. I'm, I'm, I'm game for that. Guy Pierce as Scrooge, Andy Circus goes to Christmas Past. Perfect, nailed it. Oh, nailed it. Holy crap. Stephen Graham as Jacob Marley. Uh, Jason Fleming. What a cast. Right off the get go, I feel cold, which is proper. I, this is the definitive version of A Christmas Carol to me. Uh, me every too. single every single other version can go go suck <laughs> eggs. That that this is the version right here. You you got to top this, especially those ones with all the singing. Get out, get yeah. out. I don't no want singing nothing here. To do with you. No. Uh, fantastic, absolutely uh. fantastic. I I couldn't I couldn't. I was angry every single time that I was distracted by family stuff that I had to go do. <laughs> I want to keep watching this! I, <laughs> uh, but it took me a couple days to get through the, you know, the Same here. series. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, man. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Every single time that Timmy was on screen, oh, I was sobbing. Just sobbing. Devastating. <laughs> Mess. I, I, want, I want to take care of him. Is he okay? Awful. Uh, the the fantastic uh, directorial and edi- editing um, decisions, like uh, the drowning scene is oh. in the guy's roof, uh, ceiling. I can't even explain it. If you've seen it, you know. Brutal. Just brutal. Uh, of course, that's when my wife comes in. Are you crying? Oh, like, man. <laughs> Like she, she she would only walk in at those certain points. Like she hadn't they been in do. for all the times where little Timmy is trying to skate around on his poor little broke legs. Uh, just you know, but just just my giant forty year old puss husband. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Uh, my my biggest complaint. This is spoilers, I guess. But as I was watching it, I'm like, this is so good. And I kept checking the time. I'm like. We're still in Christmas past, and I'm like, I know how much time is left in this thing, and I'm like, what about present? And then we get the present, and I'm like, holy shit, like, are we going to hit on future at all? So, But that's kind of the way the story <clears throat> goes. It, it's usually the, the longest one is past, yeah. the, then there's a shorter version for present, and then the future one is the shortest. And it was that way in Scrooge, too. Yeah, it was, I, yeah. I, I, made, I made note of that because I was I watched that after this. And uh, that was, hmm, that's just the way this story goes. The the longest part is past, 
medium is present, and then the shortest part is future. Did you like the changes that they made to it? Like, especially, like, I don't know, with him dealing with the lady and what he was trying to do with the lady, and that was not in the original... I've I've never, like, read the actual book text, so I don't know what the actual mm. literature is. But I, I thought that was just dark as hell. Yeah, it was. Sheesh. Uh, uh, but I... I I really like I said this is this is it you got to top this. I just uh, can't believe so, not more people were talking about this thing. It just kind of just popped up like lush I don't production see value. Talking about this, yeah, it's like it's, why? It's weird. Yeah, that was one of my favorites from last year. I I adored. I could not quit. Like I was like I have to keep watching this. I have to find out what's going to happen next. And yeah, I'm I ho- agree. Hopefully, I'll I'll get around to watching it. We checked. Christmas Chronicles Part 2 off the list now, so it's whittling them. Oh, thank God. Whittling them down. Oh, I'll get into that one we recently watched. No, we don't. We really don't need to break that one down. I don't give a shit. We can talk about anything else than that. Singing. <laughs> oh, don't start that, because you have the intro again this week, so. <laughs> Any singing is going to go right up oh, front. Yep. Cool. Well, I'm glad that you, uh, uh, like Scrooge, I, I knew you would. I, yeah. I didn't think that yeah. you would come back from that with a negative uh, review. But uh, I was I was surprised at the zombie type uh, Marley character. I liked that. That was one of my favorite parts. I'm like, that is straight up eighties. Eighties zombie. Like a bird stuff. pushing a golf ball out of his yeah. head or something. I'm like, it was gross. Yeah, it just felt like something that would have been in a legit eighties zombie movie. I liked that. And, and but the, see, I watched, I watched that back when it came out. I remember watching it back in the day. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's one of those that I think, yeah, I, I totally understand your review, but if, if you had watched it from back then, I think you would appreciate it a little bit yeah. more. Especially that's a, in my early teens, I would have been like, that was awesome. <laughs> I, uh, uh, but uh, uh, what's his name? G- uh, uh, Bobcat steals the show. Oh, he's great. What are you guys doing? Oh, he, I, I, still I, with that shotgun holding everybody <laughs> Was he was so awesome. Funny. He was yeah. awesome. Especially when he starts out as this, you know, kind of pussy type, you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was he was the best part of the He was great. He he was awesome. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that was fun. That was a good I, I could tell pretty quickly. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be easy breezy for me. I'm gonna enjoy this. Yeah. All right. Let's get into Recently Watched. You're up first. Okay, first up, The Dark and the Wicked. This is the new movie from Brian Bertino. He directed uh, The Strangers, which I quite liked. Um, Okay, so this is quite the movie. On a secluded farm in a nondescript rural town, a man is slowly dying... His family gathers to mourn, and soon a darkness grows, marked by waking nightmares and a growing sense that something evil is taking over their family. Oh, this movie. Uh, Very good. Very, very effective movie. Uh, Minimalist horror. Um, It's very slow burn, and it is unlike uh, The Strangers, which relied a lot on jump scares and like loud sounds, which worked very well. Uh, this goes more for the uh, Black Coat's Daughter type of that creeping dread that 
everybody is screwed. You just know it from the get-go. We just even with the way they talk to each other, like in these hushed tones. I'm like, they're they're all doomed, probably. Uh, this was a solid movie, solid movie. I think that it's going to take a second viewing to pick up all the little clues about what's going on in the movie and just how it all comes to pass. Uh, but this is a, one of those abandoned hope, all ye who enter. This is not a feel-good movie. Uh, I mean, this was grim stuff. Lots of suicide-type stuff going on and this puppet master-type thing pulling strings. And it was... That's my type of horror movie right there. That was quite good. Uh, Every now and then there would be a sudden burst of really graphic violence. and Yep, big thumbs up. Especially for like one of those new horror movies that just kind of come and go and pop up. That was a good one there. I don't know, that that felt like one that would have played well at art house theaters. Because it was very well done, very well made, well acted, well directed. Uh, Just didn't feel like just your average direct to streaming whatever. So, okay, there's that. Um, <clears throat> Freaky. Have you heard of Freaky? Uh, that's the one where uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, Vince Vaughn swaps bodies? That's that correct. Looked, that looked quite good. Yeah, and I'm happy to report it was quite good. Um, Christopher Landon directed this. He made uh, Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Uh, and it, it, it felt like that. It very much. This I'm not sure if he, uh, this director, wants to. I'm afraid he's going to be shoehorned into a particular genre because this is very similar to Happy Death Day one and two, which, I mean, no complaints here. Bring it on. I, these are quite good. But if he wants, to, I, I don't know if he's going to end up being known as this, you know, the lower budget Blumhouse type go to guy, but. This was good. Uh, after swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, a young girl in high school discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. Vince Vaughn steals the show. He is, he's the killer. And once body swap happens, he is now the teenage girl. And he is just hilarious. Just frumpy, middle-aged man. Just hair looks like crap. He just looks like he stinks. And I, just, I resemble that remark, sir. Oh, he actually kind of does look like you <laughs> First couple parts, I'm like, you just kind of look like Eric, just kind of gruff. And, uh, it smells bad. I guess I smell bad too. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> and just the way he runs, you know, as a teenage girl, and he just, oh my god, oh, I run funny too. That's oh, great. Kinda. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a slam on you. It's just, it's fine. It's just facts. It's just facts. Yeah, it's facts. Um, just, you know, kind of baggy pants and baggy shirt hanging off of him. You know, oh, just, you, you oh, know. I, I just went, I'm going to kill myself after this episode. <laughs> oh, and at one point, it's very kind of spoiler, but he's in the backseat with this teenage guy that he, that, and, you know, the yeah, girl has a cr- when I, when am I not in the, I'm always in the backseat with a teenage <laughs> guy. Why not? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're going to do this. I'm like, yeah, Eric would maybe, maybe do in your deepest, oh. darkest desires, sir. Oh, man. But, um, oh, there's a couple of, right from the get-go, it, there is some really, really gory parts in the movie. Like, they earn the R rating in spades in this one, which they did not do in Happy Death Day 1 and 2. So I liked that. Uh, what's the girl's name in this? Because I thought that she was every bit as good as the killer when she swaps 
when she saw swaps bodies, she was really good. Um, here's my biggest complaint actually about the movie is, is her. And it's not necessarily her. It's the choice that they made when casting her. Catherine Newton is her name. Um, so of course, much like the, um, oh, the, uh, Carrie, the Carrie remake, Chloe, uh, Grace Moretz. Yes. How she was this ugly, you know, frumpy girl. Nah. Except she was beautiful. And same yeah. here. Like, same here. She was, like, she's beautiful. Are they playing on that in this movie? Oh, yes. Until she's, so she's, of course, got the cheerleaders that pick on her. But then when she turns into the serial killer, then she gets all sexed up. I'm like, mm. she looks almost the same, just hair and a ponytail and makeup on. I'm like, she's beautiful either way. And I'm like, they, you, they didn't sell that that well. I get why they do it, though, because then she's the hot killer. But this was, this was a fun movie. It's a bit long. It, goes on a little too long in an hour and 41 minutes, but Vince Vaughn was great in this movie. Or Eric Marner, I guess, was fantastic in this movie. Yeah, but for <laughs> everybody, just for reference, in the background of Eugene right now, there is a Star Trek Enterprise Lego thing and a Castle Grayskull, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> oh, Let's yeah. keep it on the level. Okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, it's uh, funny, because I really, I legit did that. I'm like, Kind of look like Eric. Ah, uh-huh, you dickbag! <laughs> you brought hey, you brought it up. I was going to you. You oh, took I'm it sure there. You, won't. you well, yeah. took it there. Yep. <sighs> As I put on my old granny. Sweat, oh yeah, just sweater. A nice Afghan. Yeah, like, nice <laughs> Afghan, sir. <laughs> uh, I'm cold. I'm cold. <laughs> All right. Uh, did I give you enough time for round one? Do you want anything yeah, else? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm... Okay, let's talk about Christopher Nolan's Tenant. Hmm, here we go. Uh, so Christopher Nolan is, uh, amongst the internet nerds, is a bit divisive because some people love him, most people love him, and a lot of people hate him. Don't know why, but uh, the dorks do. So it is what it is. I happen to be a guy that loves Christopher Nolan. I... I Love even his shittiest movie, I think, is still a uh, uh, far stretch better than most bad movies. I don't know how, to, how else to put that. Uh, I just think he's a fantastic filmmaker and it brings together uh, great shooters and great uh, score people and, and uh, just great actors and everything. It's fan. I think he's one of the best filmmakers working today. And I'm amazed that I get to live in a time when he is making movies. Uh, there's a lot of uh, kind of financial controversy around Tenant. Is that fair to say? Yes. Because of what's been going on, uh, and uh, he wanted to bring Tenant into the theaters a little maybe earlier than it should have been, just to kind of make its bank back and for you know to also help the theaters. And it's supposed to be such a big blockbuster. Yeah. Yep, and it didn't do so hot. Uh, is it also fair to say that I am the sci-fi dork, and I will make gigantic, frickin' crazy, gigantic, huge leaps of logic to make sci-fi movies make sense? Mm-hmm. Even if they're shitty sci-fi movies, I'll do that, because it's kind of sci-fi, and I dig it, and I want everybody to like it, and it makes sense if you make up all this other shit, right? Yep. Fair enough? Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck is going on in this movie, but no clue. No clue. 
I, there was a there was a there was a section about uh, forty five minutes in the middle where we got away from the time traveling inversiony stuff. Where I was like, I think I know what's going on, and then we went back to the time traveling stuff. And I I cannot wait for you and your wife to watch this movie. I can't wait. I I, I am desperate for you to explain it to me because I don't get it. I, I did you I, like it though? That, did, sure, I guess. I I enjoyed it. It was pretty. This is one of the best scores that I've heard since um, Tron Legacy. Oof. Like the score is that good. It is awesome. Did I? I didn't have trouble understanding any of the dialogue either. That was another common yeah Nolan complaint. Uh, I could understand the dialogue okay. There, there were times where it felt like eh, the score's a little bit loud, but I could still hear everything they were saying. Didn't make it make any more sense. <laughs> I, didn't matter. I I could have had the subtitles on and read all of the words that they were saying. It wouldn't have made it make, make more sense. I... Hmm. Oh, baffled. I am baffled by this movie. And just when I think... Oh, I think I, I think I, I think I might know what's going on here. I think I might know what Nolan's doing. And there is a time where halfway through the movie, they, there, there's a couple of like, uh, uh, twists and turns where, oh, but then, <laughs> but then no, about 10 minutes later, they do another thing where you're like, what? <laughs> okay, like that thing that you just did that kind of explains a little bit of the first half, but then the the next thing that you now now what what wait what so you're going that way and they're going we were texting while I was watching this mm-hmm. movie and we were just joking around and having fun and you said no spoilers please and no spoilers on the show there is zero chance that I could spoil this movie for you zero. I could I could tell you every single thing that I know about Tenant. <laughs> you would be as baffled as I am. You would not know what the fuck I'm talking about. You would not be spoiled. I can't wait for you to watch this movie. Oh boy, you're not of, you're not selling it though. You're not. You're not. Oh, I, I, trust me. The spe, the the special effects and shit uh, and the music it, it's money. It's awesome. And this uh, at two and a half hours, this movie feels like it's going a thousand miles an hour. Okay, so it's it, not, is just, like, oh, it's... it is just pounding you with information and stuff and things. And the whole time, holy shit, it, it just feels like the editing is, uh, this is a negative. It feels like the editing is just bang, bang, bang. This is what's going on. This is what's happening. This is what's going on. This is what's happening. This is what's going on. This is what's happening. <laughs> Still don't get it. Still don't know what's going on. Is it Still one you know. think that the more you watch it, the more you're like, oh, okay, or is it just baffling? I'll have to watch it five more times to let you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it's also, it's one that you could, if you come out of this movie, I swear to God, if you come out of this movie and go, oh, yeah, this is what this is. Makes sense. I will drive to Canton and murder you. I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> primer. I can explain primer. Oh, I, that that was Greek to me. I, I can explain that in some sort of way. No idea with this. No, none. Just... I can't, we could do a commentary on this film, but, uh, uh, I will say this. They, uh, again, it sounds like I'm just shitting all over this movie. I, I, I'm not trying to, 
Uh, I feel like, other than the uh, cart chase bit in the trailer, every single thing was out of the trailer within 30 minutes. And I mean, out of there. Everybody wants to make a big deal about this plane crash thing. Dude, that was in the first 15 minutes, and it was not that big a deal. And I have no idea why they did it. None. I, it was just like, we got pl- to crash a plane. All right? I don't know why. I don't know why. Hmm. There were so many things in this movie that where I was like, I wish I was watching this with Eugene so bad. <laughs> just because, just because I could go, why, why is that guy doing that? Like, why are we doing this? Why? Reasons. Reasons. We're doing things because of reasons. I don't. <laughs> but you did like it. Like, you... I mean, I, I guess. I, <laughs> it looked sweet. Um, Robert Pattinson, he, he is going to make a hell of a Bruce Wayne, my friend. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, he was good in this movie. He does things in this movie. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why anything happened in this movie. Yeah. I, dude. Whoo. My, my buddy online, uh, uh, we, we are constantly getting into arguments with people who hate Christopher Nolan. We both love him. I think he's great. And on this movie, he goes, this is awful. I'm not saying this is awful, but I was shocked by his comments on this film. Uh, just just because he's kind of a Nolan fanboy, and so am I. His comments on, the, on this film, I was like, what? I'm like, ah, I'm sure I'm not going to feel that way, because it's not only is it Nolan, it's sci-fi. And it's got this tenant thing. I'm with him. I'm with him. This is this is down the bottom of Nolan. Ooh. What what was your least favorite from him before this? I'm guessing this is your least favorite. Uh, I don't think it's my least favorite because he has a remake. So I think I, 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 just in my soul, I have to put the remake down there. At least he's trying to do something original here. Mm. I just haven't figured out what the fuck he's trying to do. I don't get it. Don't get it. I don't get that. Like, I. You can't understand until you see this film. There's people going forward. I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah. There's people going forward in time. There's people going backward in time. But yet somehow they're both going forward in time. I I don't get it. I don't. I I don't get it. I don't get it. (laughs) Good luck. I. I can't. You're gonna watch it. Oh yeah. And I. Can't wait to hear what you think of it. Uh, and you're going to watch it with the wife, too, because it's a wife safe. Oh, yeah, it's wife safe. Oh. Baffled. Baff- I'm baffled. I have no idea. I'm telling you, dude. Primer is Disney compared to this. I, I don't get it. Back to you. I. Oh. What hey. else am I going to say about this? Yeah. Did you uh, watch Versus yet? No. Ah, damn it. I want to hear... The, I just want to hear what the transfer's like. I'm saving it. I'm just saving it. No. I uh, mean, this movie This movie looked fantastic. It was shot so well. Uh, the, and that score, holy God, was that score good. Oh, oh it was so good. But uh, not over, not overpowering. No, I, I, I didn't. But then again, I was watching it on my computer. But that's the best sound system I have in my house right now. I, I, let me know how it is on yours. Okay. I could still ever th- hear everything they were saying. It didn't matter. 
interstellar time travel made more sense. I don't get this movie. I don't get it. Like, I'm completely baffled. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Huh? Dude, you're asking, uh, between the two of us, which one of us, uh, uh, like, uh, 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 Makes these leaps to explain movies. No, you do, and that's what scares me because I'm like, oh, I'm sinking. I'm gonna sink two and a half hours into something that I obviously will have no idea what's going on in. I was never bored. Eight that's minutes plus. in, eight minutes. I texted you. Yeah, I am confused. I don't know what's going on. Didn't change. I, 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 I can't wait for you to watch this movie. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Best of luck to you, okay. sir. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go all the way down to Mexico now. Uh, don't I, I'm sorry. Maybe uh, To be very clear, I did not mean that to be insulting. No, I, I know. I know. I, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, don't Panic from 1988. This is a Vinegar Syndrome release. On his 17th birthday, Michael unwittingly unlocks the evil forces of a Ouija board. Uh, that's debatable. Um... If uh, your idea of a good time is a grown man in in pajamas, um, oh yeah, baby, a love yeah, interest that has yeah. a unibrow, mm. um, yeah, can't talk slower, talk uh, slower. Red roses. How about how about giant vision zit thing on his head? That is would that... sell the movie for me. Sweet. Yes, that would be Sweet. great. And then a little worm thing would pop out of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, this that's, was awful. That's, awful. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Um, awful. Oh, 90 minutes. It felt like three hours. Just bad actors doing nothing. It, nothing. It's nothing. I hated it. Hated it. Uh, one star. I, I guess it got... It, gore effects were okay, I guess. Silent Madness in 3D. I'm just going to get these Vinegar Syndrome things done. Silent Madness. This is actually a long-lost... 3D movie, like, shot in legit 3D back in 1984. It's a slasher movie, uh, kind of cashing in on the Friday the 13th and Jaws 3D and all those. And then there's this. Oh! If if your idea of good 3D is bad picture quality, no no offense to Vinegar Syndrome. I'm sure that they remastered it wonderfully, but... Oh, uh, why don't... Why, throw them a fence. They're, they're making you pay for this shit. Oh... I was so angry watching this because so much of it takes place in a in a psychiatric ward where we're just watching doctors talk in 3D from the 80s and then some sad sack middle-aged guy. Oh my god, me with a, with a zit in the middle of his forehead and a unibrow. <laughs> oh, walks around with an axe killing people. And, and then a frumpy get... dad bod. Uh, <laughs> he does kind of have a frumpy dad bod. Well, he's kind of skinny. Kind of skinny. He's kind of me, actually. Because uh, he has oh, very little oh. hair and skinny and frail. And, <laughs> and, and and his eyes, like, completely deranged in his eyes. So, yeah, he is me. So, you are Vince Vaughn and I am... Let me find his name. Um, Tall and fat and zitty and you're, oh, I'm you're skinny, you're skinny and frail and, and no hair. Crazy eyes. Yeah, just crazy eyes. I don't know. I doesn't say on the, whatever. It, oh my god, I can't wait for you to watch Tenant. I can't <laughs> wait. I just can't wait. 
Well, and I wish that you could watch Silent Madness in 3D wearing glasses that give you a headache because I was just headache. Oh, my boys, my boys found, uh, uh, oh, what was it, uh, what was the Rodriguez thing that he did that was in 3D with the red-blue glasses? Oh, Spy Kids 3D? Yeah. And Lava Girl, Shark Boy. Well, the, but the Spy Kids one, my yeah. my boys found that one. I'd, I have that with the glasses and everything, and they whipped that out, and they were like, oh my god, this is amazing, it's coming right at me. Oof. Hey, if they're into nothing. it, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's not madness. <laughs> Sorry. <F>. Terrible. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just going to, yeah, let's just real quick whittle these down one more. Uh, house on the edge of, or no, I'm sorry, House on Dead End Street. Uh, Dead End Street. Um, try again? How many titles were we given this? Uh, okay, it's the last house on Dead End Street. There we go. Bingo. And this is actually a special feature on a on another movie from Vinegar Syndrome called Corruption. And if you go down to the menu and you press down six times or whatever, then this thing pops up and it's supposed to be this long lost horror movie from 1973. And um, the reason it didn't get its own release is because the picture quality is bad. And it is. That's Uh, a piece of shit. This is the movie that I sent you a little like 10 second clip of uh, the other night. I videoed it. Someone getting spanked or whipped or something. Remember, I was in a room and this lady was getting whipped. And there's a little boy brings a whip in. And it's nudity and chubbiness, I think. And makeup y stuff. Now I'm questioning my sanity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you remember there's a this boy walks into a room and hands this... This this person a whip or something, and then they start whipping the lady, the titty lady, and I have no video. Ooh, hope I didn't send that to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hold on, might have something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I was baffled. It... No titties, no oh, whipping. Okay. Okay. There's just somebody that just kind of stands and walks back a little bit. Oh. I was utterly baffled by it. There's there's nothing in that video. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, if, if, if we're, there were titties and whipping, I would have been in. But yeah, yeah. Oh, there is. It, there's like a... No, there's not. There's yeah. a, a little kid standing yeah. there and some guy just kind of wa- wobbles back and that's it. <sighs> this movie. Oh, this sad sack gets out of... Middle-aged guy gets out Middle-aged, of <laughs> unibrow, zip forehead kind guy. Kind of long, gets greasy of- hair. Gets out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> and he decides my life sucks. I'm just going to start making snuff movies. Well, what, what else what are you going to do? Yeah, so I seems I, seems reasonable. Yeah, there's a oh, I hated this movie so bad. There's he gets. Will you some, please start getting rid of these movies? Uh, they're they're archival. They're archival. <laughs> so. The uh, guy, he recruits some other deadbeats, and they they fake kill a couple people. There's a there's a deer there's a deer foot scene for some reason. This they, they stick this deer foot in this guy's mouth like he's giving it head for reasons. So that was random. I'm like, oh, that's random. Okay. Um, they gut this lady, much like in our primal movie, where where 
we have the guy drop the, the big pile of guts that we got at the slaughterhouse or whatever. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They do that here where they pull some, you can tell it's cow guts or whatever, sheep guts. And I'm like, oh, guy, that's okay, I guess. But I hated it though. Oh, it's, I hated every character in this and just hated myself for buying it as it. C, corruption. There it go. Right back on the shelf. Um, not as much as I hate you. No, because it's, it's, it. it's, yeah, you, you'll have some explaining to do on that one. <laughs> That's it. I have, if there's other garbage or stuff that I've, oh, I, I, oh, I didn't review uh, Christmas Chronicles 2. You want to hear that one? Nope. Uh, coming your way. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to real quickly touch on Lord of the Rings because you bought mm. the, well, explain the uh, new transfers that you bought. You know more about them than I do. Oh, uh, the 4K transfers are from Peter Jackson and Weta. They went and uh, rescanned them, I guess, and they're uh, they color corrected. The first, the Fellowship of the Rings was color corrected. The original Blu-ray was had this bluish green, actually greenish tint, and it does. And yeah. this one here does not. And they made these. I think he tweaked all of. All six of his movies, Hobbit movies and Lord of the Rings, to flow together more seamlessly. And that's as much as I've heard. There's been a lot of controversy online, though, as far as like, you've got your people that are like, oh, they, they scrubbed it now, all the details gone, and it's, it doesn't, it doesn't look like film anymore. It looks like video, big to match Hobbit. Okay, so I've watched the first two on your voodoo, and yeah. I only have 1080p, so I don't have 4K, uh, uh so I can't, speak to that so much but you're still watching the new transfers yes and uh, we decided to watch them with the boys and they're youngish for us to for that kind of level of of kind of pg-13 upper pg-13 uh these movies look amazing they look 4k on my 1080p uh the, the the color correction is gorgeous and i would say that it's not just fellowship the two, we're through two towers. We're a third of the way through um, Return of the King. Okay, uh, but they look fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I love the color correction. I don't think it does. It very much changes color tone of the films. And I'm okay with that. I, and I'm also okay with the way that they used to look in the with that green tone. Because I have them on Blu-ray, and yeah. I know what tone you're looking at, uh, uh, talking about, uh, and I am okay with that as well. Uh, uh, but man, are they sharp! Oh, crisp! That's the word I keep coming back to—just crisp as hell. They look beautiful. I'm very curious if the Hobbit movies are gonna, if if my my attitude is gonna change on those. Well, we'll we watched see. the first Hobbit, and it looks. Stunning. I mean, it looks so good. I love that movie. I still like the Hobbit movies, and I'm kind of glad we're watching those first because I know Lord of the Rings are better. So I'm glad we're watching the Hobbit ones first because it's almost I haven't seen them that often, and that the first one looks great. Well, the Lord of the Rings. I think it's going to affect you more because you've seen that movie more. Are yeah. all these movies more the the Lord of the Rings series more than you have seen the Hobbit? But, oh, they look incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, uh, more realistic. What about the, um, uh, the, uh, 
high frame rate mess mm. of the Hobbit? Uh, is that is I, that prevalent in there? Or? I so I was curious about that myself. I'm like, well, can they do that? And interestingly, 4K can do um, like 4K discs can do uh, 60 frames a second, but it cannot do 48 frames a second, and that is what Peter Jackson shot it in. So that. Um, Oh, the, uh, the, you reviewed, you had it on the roulette, the uh, Gemini Man. So on the 4K disc, that's 60 frames a second on the 4K disc, but Peter Jackson shot this at 48. Well, it can't do 48. So in order to get it to, like, they could have changed it around and got it to 60 frames or just gone the 24 frames standard movie and they went with the easy route. That's what they did, hmm. uh, which I'm okay with. I think that's fine. Um, there's no 3D, which is fine. I, I've seen it in 3D now twice, and this is my first time watching it non-3D in 4K, and it, it's stunning. Man, it looks so good. But So it does look good, though. Yeah, you know, it looks phenomenal, and it looks like a movie. Like, how do I... You know what I'm talking about. It doesn't yeah, look like video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I, I, I'm i really looking, uh, looking forward to you seeing Fellowship. Oh, man. Because I would say out of the three, that was the one that was the most greenish, had yes. the most tint. Uh, but oh, it looks so fucking good, dude. Oh my God, does it look good? And I'm not even watching it on 4K. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's that, uh, uh, that predator transfer mm. where we're in the jungle and it's trees and shit so it can look good. <sighs> yeah. Oh, does it look good? Holy cool. shit. Well, we'll get to that in a month or so. Well, not a month anymore, but <laughs> we, we got, we got some. Happy holidays. We got some hobbitses. Oh, Oh, the hobbitses. Oh, did you notice? Hey, real quick. uh, In the background of Scrooge, when he was in that uh, poor place where they're they're feeding people. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Mr. Bean? Rowan Atkinson was in there? I swear to God, he was a background (sighs) character in that movie. Oh, He just kind of walked into the screen and was like, oh. Yes, I remember him. I remember that. And I thought to myself, was that, I thought, was that Mr. Bean? I'm like, no, that can't be Rowan Atkinson. I went and looked it up and I couldn't find anything to back it up, but I swear to God. I remember that was him. That's hilarious. I, I totally forgot about that, but yeah, that may have been Rowan Atkinson. I thought that too, but I'm like, well, why would he do a split second type cameo? Well, he wasn't a, he wasn't a thing. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Hmm. Great episode. I'll see you next week. Oh. Oh, we're doing another Kung Fu ending, huh? <laughs> ah, might as well. What else do we have to talk about? Oh, coming soon. Ah! <sighs> uh, Return of the King. Okay, and for me, uh, Olaf's Frozen Adventure Jeez. and Shrek the Halls, The Grinch. This is the Benedict Cumberbatch one, which actually I already saw, but if you want, I could review it on the next episode. Um, Christmas Story... I might watch Christmas Story. Yeah, you should. You need to. Um, Every Chris, year. It's Christmas kind of vacation. a running thing. No, no, Pro- not that one. Uh, CC 1 and 2. No. Yeah, I could do CC 1 and 2. There's some good singing in those. Some very emotional moments, too. It's good Mando shit we've been watching mm. lately. Nativity Story. I watched that one. And what else? And, yeah, that's... Oh, and then, um... Can you um, please watch Tenet as soon as possible? <laughs> please. I'll try. Eat My Rubber is the other one that we're going to watch. Yeah. What? Oh, Eat My Rubber. That's the one of the first jokes in Christmas Story, or Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Clark Griswold. 
eat my rubber. <laughs> it's funny. Because, <laughs> it, you know, I'm like, ah, it's kind of a, a dick joke, I think, maybe. Yep, Christmas vacation. Happy time of year. Hip, hip, hooray for Christmas vacation. And everybody knows what I'm singing, too. Except you. Deck the halls and reindeer in the air. Deck the halls. Clark the Griswold and music in the air. Hip, hip, hooray. All I remember is hip, hip, hooray for Christmas vacation. Oh, it's going to get watched by the movie freaks. That's that's what I got coming soon. It's a whole lot of holly jolly. Tis the season. <laughs> that's another Clark Criswell joke. She's like, uh, he, he said, uh, oh, how did he say it? Um, um, he, when, he's, when he's in the department store and, oh, that was the joke. Um, Tis the or he's a, Oh, he's, he says something, and then she's like, oh, that's my name. And he's like, no shit. <laughs> that's such a funny part. Oh. And then she turns out to be the, the woman that, she, that he sees in the, uh, the swimming pool in the backyard. That's always the awkward scene where, <laughs> where she's stripping down to the nakedness. And <laughs> Oh, and then, and then that's, that's the part where they break into the Malikaliki Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. Hey, Islander in the descent. <laughs> Oh, what's her name when she, when he goes, no shit. That's like one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> it's not Noel. Talk, it's something. You, oh, oh, the best thing I can do is leave you hanging. Because um, the more you talk, the funnier it gets. Go on. <laughs> you know what part I'm talking about? She's like, he's, she's <laughs> showing the underwear to Clark Griswold. And then the, uh, and he says something about it's nipply in here or something, doesn't he? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Maybe Nipley's her name. <laughs> oh. He wipes his face off at the panties. <laughs> Puts it in his pocket. And then Rusty comes over. What you doing, Dad? <laughs> oh, now i got to watch that again. Oh. <laughs> Describing it is ten times funnier than the actual movie. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, Gotta right. go. Gotta all go. Right. Come on. Bye. <laughs>